So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business your relationships and your mindset if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post visit sixfigurephotography.com Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Hartley. Thank you so much for being here, investing time, energy into growing your business. Uh, incredibly grateful that you guys have, have joined today. Uh, listen, today uh, we are going to be talking a little bit about, man, the shakeup. <laughs> it's like the, what do you want to call it? The pivot? It's, it's the pivot, adjusting. The shakeup. <laughs> the shakeup, yeah, and so um, and so specifically, we're going to talk about how Dr. Tamaya Colvin has has kind of adjusted and introduced personal branding as a new niche of photography off of her high school seniors. We're going to talk a little bit about valuing yourself. I mean, listen, we got a lot to get into. Who knows really what we will unpack? But today, I'm going to be unpacking it with Dr. Tamaya Colvin. She is a Sony artisan. She's a nationally published high school senior portrait photographer, best-selling children's book author. Tamaya, I got questions for you on that. She's a classroom teacher, photography educator at Tamaya Colvin Education. Uh, if you're not familiar, Tamaya Colvin Education, it's an online community created to empower black and photographers of color, the LGBTQ community, and other marginalized groups. It is a safe haven of inclusion and diversity. Tamaya, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you today? I'm doing really well. You know what I also... I missed in that... I gave you a lot in that intro, but I also missed that you are... I'm not sure what the proper like lingo would be, the, the originator, the founder, the owner, the CEO of the cookout... <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, do you, what would you call yourself in regards to the cookout? You know, I don't. I call myself the host of the cookout of all things. Oh, okay, <laughs> the, the one yeah. word I missed: yeah. the host of the cookout, yeah, uh, which is actually going to be. It's still going on. It's going to be this year, October fourth through the seventh. Um, yes. Listen, let let's maybe jump in on that for a hot second. Can you okay. can you tell us a little bit more about the cookout? Because I know I. I I love on the website. <laughs> I love on your website. You say the photo cookout dash bomb potato salad. It's like yes. one of the main <laughs> highlights. It's like all the takeaways. You're going to walk away with a better business. You're going to learn how to take amazing creative photographs. You're going to network and build community and you're going to get bomb potato salad. So that's important. So give me a rundown here. Yeah. So um, the photo cookout uh, was launched in uh, 2018. Actually, it's 2018, 2019. Yeah, 2020. Um, 
just as a as a as one of those things for my friends like okay so what would you do if you weren't scared um and so i said you know i would host a, a conference for black photographers and i would have a taco truck and gummy bears and wine um like i was like <laughs> create like this special place that i would enjoy right uh, and then it turns out that other people also wanted the same thing and people also enjoy taco trucks as much as me um and so, you know, I, I launched this idea of hosting a, a black photography conference, you know, just to give people that look like me and my industry peers um, a place to network and to grow and to teach and, you know, get support uh, in all the places, uh, but especially in person. And that was the one thing that was missing in the industry at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. And this is the third year for it. Is that correct? This is the third year. Uh huh. Okay, nice. Now, I know you're out in Houston, Texas. Where is the cookout going to be this year? So, the cookout this year is going to be in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay. That's awesome. All these places I've never been. Man, I need to be getting out more. Now, it is so you're moving forward. It's in October. We're still kind of pandemicking it up over here in Ohio. Um, is it just going to be like a little bit of a, of a, of a tighter ship over there at the cookout this year? How is it going to be different? Yeah. So this year I actually gave attendees, um, an option to either move their, um, their registration to 2021, obviously, because, you know, we have some people that actually are on the front lines and we wanted to honor them as well. Right. Um, and then people had the opportunity to actually, uh, watch the conference from their home. So if they wanted to stay at home in their jammies and watch, then they could do that. Um, or uh, if they wanted to travel and get out a bit, then they could do that as well. Obviously, social distancing at the conference. But um, if they wanted to come in person, then I left that that window opportunity open as well. I love it. I feel like there's a, there's a, uh, maybe the, I don't know if it's like the question out there or like maybe there's, there's maybe what the listener is thinking, which is, you know, if the cookout, it was, you know, built by you to give a place and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, to give people who look like you, uh, like your own space, um, mm-hmm. to meet, have your own kind of, uh, photography conference, this in-person kind of meetup. And so for someone who's not, uh, you know, a person of color or black, is this a place that they are also welcome to come to? Or is it really just set aside for, for black photographers and photographers of color? Yeah. So that's the question that I think um, initially we got asked the most, like if it if it's for black photographer or is this for like photographers of color, like, can I come like as a white person and Absolutely. The answer was yes. Um, We just wanted to make sure that, you know, when we when it was opportunity for like speakers and stuff that we actually um, provided that space for black photographers so that we can get the experience um, that we need in order for us to grow. Yeah, love it. There's a, a this isn't the same thing, but in in some way it's it's similar. Um, there's are you familiar with Clicking Moms? Uh-huh. If you remember, you know, Clicking Moms, yeah. So they had their their conference Click Away, and and so I was out there right before the pandemic hit in Atlanta. Oh, and you went okay. I was literally the only. I mean, Guy? I was the only male like educator <laughs> there. And I think in the audience, there I may have counted one or two other men who were there. And then very quickly, I discovered like they were usually like husbands of some of their like watching kids. <laughs> <laughs> 
And um, it was interesting for me, just candidly, walking into a space and being, you know, like just like, wow, I, I, I am, I am the minority in this space. And it was a, um, it was just different. It was, uh, yeah, it was. I, I don't know how to explain. Um, you're probably very used to that, mm-hmm. uh, so you're like, you don't need to tell me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at least I imagine you'd be thinking that. No, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, you know, I, that's such an, it's such an interesting um, point that you just made there because, so when you go into spaces, obviously that was a space that was all women and then you were the guy, right? Correct. And then that was, you, that wasn't, yeah, that's interesting. Like, that's very, that's a very interesting uh, part right there. Yeah. And it was, I was well received. It was, it was, it was fun. Um, yeah, but you know, it was actually a lot of fun for me. Um, I had no, uh, there was no, no, no bad mojo about it at all. Um, but it was definitely, it, I, it, it was, um, it was just odd. Yeah. It was absolutely odd. Yeah. It was, that's a different experience. And so, yeah, so that is, you know, we do have, obviously, um, you know, we have white attendees that come, but you know, that's such a great, interesting point, you know, to not to not be the majority anymore um, in a space. Um, you know, and when I go places, more than likely I'm the minority in the space. Um, and so I'm not the one, you know, I'm I'm the one or two that are there. Um, so, yeah, but that's that's so interesting. <laughs> that's I, li- I mean, I like it because it, it almost forces a, a different narrative and for us to think differently, like, okay, so you're in a room full of women. How was that, Ben? <laughs> yeah, it was good. I talked about my wife a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I never talked about my wife so damn much to my... <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's funny. It's for, for real though, you know, uh, it was, but it, it was, um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I, there was like, it, it, it brings, um, at least for me, it just very, it's just a different energy. Like there's just such a different energy to be a part of, um, just an entirely, and I don't want to say entirely, you know, um, but like a, a mass majority female, you know, conference, just a very different energy that was going on there. Um, even different, um, uh, uh, it, it, the way that I feel like my what I was speaking to, like my message, also I feel like it was received differently, and um, it was, but it was wonderful. Like it was, it was really wonderful. Um, so yeah, it was fun. I, I didn't, I had no clue what to expect going into it. I just knew I was the only guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, but that's so cool that I mean, I think that I would, I would, I would venture to say that you in that situation. You came out a much different person than you did when you walked in. Yeah, yeah, I imagine so. I, I, I um, you know, this is maybe now we're getting into the woods here a little bit, but like, um, so I, f- most of my life, I feel like I've been pretty much around women all the time. I was homeschooled for a, you know majority of my education. Two sisters, mom doing all of that. The families that we were involved with were mostly women. Um, I am a you know I've got my feminine side that's pretty strong. So, <laughs> so I actually like I didn't feel out of place. I didn't feel uncomfortable. I felt like oh cool these are like more of more of like my people. This is this is I I just felt very actually at home. Uh, oddly enough, and I'm listen to to Maya. I'm not like the the and I only say stereotypical intentionally because I don't believe this is this is entirely true. But I'm not the stereotypical like 
male photographer gear head type of guy. Like I, as much as I love tech and, and I lean into the tech side of stuff and I know my gear. And again, I'm saying stereotypical on purpose. That's like, um, that's not really what gets me going when it comes to education. So I don't need all these, uh, all this gear and lighting equipment. I don't need to be talking about all that, all that kind of stuff. I'm actually really in, like all my education is so much involved in in these value conversations and in these in the relational side of things, um, and the and the client experience side of things. And so, it, you know, for me, it, it, I just I felt really um, I felt really welcome. I felt really uh, comfortable in that space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I bet you it's very nurturing as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Again, I had to talk about my wife a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm just here. You know, my wife and all the kids are at home. Yeah. (laughs) They're looking like around. Yeah. You love to get out. Yeah. That's fun. Um, all right. So listen, tell me, tell me a little bit more about your, your kind of, um, I guess your career as a photographer, you've done a lot. Uh, and actually, before we even get to the photography side of things, like best-selling children's book author, classroom teacher, in the, and then portrait photographer, I, I'd love to hear how your development as a senior photographer kind of came into being before we start talking about the new edition of, of moving towards personal branding. So what's kind of the career um, progress been? And, and then all the while, not only you know have you... Um, done all this other stuff I just listed, but also, you know, getting your doctorate in the midst of all that. So give us an idea of, of what this timeline has looked like for you. So, you know, I, I, you know, I started life as a teacher, like that's my, that's my like happy place. Right. So like for you, you're like, okay, you know, you're not like the gear techie guy. Right. So I am so by far not that, that photographer, like, obviously like I have lighting equipment and shit like that. Like we all have that. Right. Um, and that's like, requirement to get our job done. Um, but my happy place, um, actually comes from education and that's, that's what kind of put me in the space of, of photography ish a bit. Um, because I was actually a high school teacher. Um, and then I was also teaching middle school before I went into high school for one year. Um, and, you know, I started actually photographing my previous students. <laughs> so that's how I got into high school seniors. Cause at one point they all started graduating high school. Cause I had been, t- you know, if you teach long enough, you know, now the, the kids that I've taught, they're, they're getting married, they're having babies. You know what I'm saying? So but if you teach long enough, like the transition starts to happen. Um, and so, you know, they follow me obviously on, on Instagram and they stay connected with me. Um, and so when it was time for their pictures, it was almost like a, like a, this, you know, like, uh, Miss Colvin is teaching or Miss Colvin is taking pictures, then that's who's going to take my pictures. Cause it was just like a natural, um, migration over that way. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And so how long have you been in the high school senior space? And is that really your focus or, or, do, you know, I feel like when I hear someone say that I'm a portrait photographer, that can mean very something specific, like only high school seniors, or have you, you know, over the time dabbled in newborns and families and, and, uh, you know, et cetera. Yeah. So I, I never dabbled into newborns ever. Okay. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> that was, like, <laughs> I did one were, time actually. Did you ever have that one time when you realize, Hey, I'm not doing that again. No, no, you no, didn't no. even have the one time that you realized not, it was not, not for the newborns. No, 
No, no, no, not newborns. Now I could, I, you know, I could do some weddings. I could do, I could do a lot of stuff, but what I'm not going to do are those newborns. Those little people scare me. Um, <laughs> and I'm not easily scared, but hell no, not them. Um, you know, and I try family portraits, you know, all the other genres, but definitely not newborns. Hell no. Um, <laughs> um, you know, we have one thing very clear in this yeah. episode. Let's, uh, you know, just a quick shout out to all the newborn photographers who are listen, out there. Yes. Like, yeah, this huge, huge gratitude. Someone's got to do that job. Really, Please. really grateful. And just to be clear, the reason I just think it's because I, I, uh, I went into my first newborn gig just so unprepared, and like I didn't, I, man, <laughs> it was like four <laughs> hours later, and this baby still wasn't sleeping, and it was cold because I didn't know any better, and I'm trying to make it just like naked in a basket, and this thing is mad at me. And, um, and then of course I'm like, oh yeah, get a space heater. I'm like, that's smart. Um, yeah, I had no business messed around with (laughs) newborn photography. It was for my buddy. So he's my friend. It was no, no paid gig. Yeah. When it's your friend, you just be like, okay, you know, friends, you know, friends let you, let you be the guinea pig on their, on their kids. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So that works. But yeah, I, I, I truly understand. So then how has COVID affected, and I'm very aware of how COVID has affected the wedding industry, right? Like I'm uh-huh. in that, I, but I don't, I haven't really done anything with seniors. And so how has COVID affected the high school senior uh, photography industry, at so, least for you in Texas? Yeah. So for me, you know, you know, I was like, okay, what, what am I going to do? You know, like, okay, I gotta, I gotta figure this out. Um, But then, you know, you know, I still have some people that still need to get portraits done. Um, and some of them, obviously, you know, we, we missed a window, you know, because in, I don't know if you know it, but here in Houston, so we were, we opened up and we're technically still open like right now. Um, but, um, Houston became a hotspot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the county judge was just like they started shutting stuff back down in Houston. So we were like, uh oh, you know, so I was like, you know, when, once it became like where it was no longer safe to photograph, um, you know, seniors or, or anybody, I just kind of was like, you know, what, let me pivot into to something else, um, because I was so I was so afraid um of getting sick. And then, you know, sometimes like I, I spend a lot of time with my grandmother. Um, and so I was just like, I could not have that on my conscience if I got her sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so because of that, I stopped, um, photographing, um, like clients, like period for me. Like I haven't photographed a client, um, probably since like February or March. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Like I just that, completely stopped. And is that true for seniors? And uh, what point did personal branding come into play? Yeah. So personal branding came into play because I realized like in the middle of the, of the pandemic, um, people like were obviously at home. Right. And so they are interested in, in their business and they're trying to grow their businesses. Um, but their pictures are horrible. Like they really don't have anything. You know. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, they don't have any photos to like really be like, you know, this is who I am as a as a brand, as a person or anything like that. And so, um, you know, obviously, like in the next couple of weeks or in the next month or so, um, I will I will start back photographing and I will probably move and transition into um, personal branding for this season, like for the fall a bit, because people, you know, they ha- they need content you know for their social media and different things like that yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. so i'll be i'll be back rolling um in probably like the next couple of weeks or so yeah all right podcast listeners we're going to take a quick pause here in order to give a thank you to the supporters of the sfp podcast because if you're listening it likely means that you have a small business or you know someone who does and if this is you you are wearing far too many hats and some of these hats are amazing right like being a photographer but some like filing taxes running payroll not so great this is where gusto comes in this is the solution you guys gusto g-u-s-t-o gusto Gusto makes payroll, taxes, HR actually easy for small businesses. I used to be on like an old school payroll processor from like 1982 and it was terrible. Gusto now has fast, simple payroll processing. Uh, This is the really cool thing. They automatically pay and file your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Um, They make like like W-2s, sending out 1099s, uh, incredibly easy to run. You guys, those old school school clunky payroll providers the one that i was on that i just left uh they just weren't built for the way that the small modern business uh, is meant to work but gusto is you guys no joke i got really excited because i switched to gusto before they contacted me uh to come on as an advertiser i'm like this just makes sense i actually use this thing um the really cool thing too is everything is online like the ability to sign store and organize all the employee documents it's all online it's all in one place you guys let gusto wear one of your many hats uh it gets better because for you podcast listeners you get the first three months free when you run your first payroll try this demo out for yourself at gusto.com forward slash photo that's gusto.com g-u-s-t-o forward slash photo do you remember when you started your photography business? Like it was no small feat. It took late nights. It took early mornings. It took the occasional all nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little bit easier? Uh, our friends at FreshBooks, they have the solution. So FreshBooks is invoicing and accounting software, and it is designed specifically for small business owners, not like massive shops, small business owners. It is simple, it's intuitive, and it keeps you way more organized. Uh, Well, then... Uh, for me, it's it's like the bottom drawer of like my Ikea furniture, but maybe you're like the shoebox kind of person with the crumbled receipts. Either way, with FreshBooks, you create and send professional looking invoices in like 30 seconds tops, and then you get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time, which is my biggest downfall is that organization for tax time. And here's the best part. With FreshBooks, it grows alongside your business so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs 
of accounting. So join the 24 million people who have used FreshBooks. There's a 30-day free trial. There's no catch. There's no credit card required. 30 days free. Go to freshbooks.com forward slash photography. Freshbooks.com forward slash photography and enter six-figure photography. And how did you hear about us? That's the little section there. How did you hear about us? Six-figure photography. You guys, at this point... Let's hop back to the show. So what has been that process been to introduce a whole new niche into you know what you're already doing? And, and uh, even from a even from just an offering standpoint on on your website, has that become a whole new brand for you? No, it didn't actually. Um, you know, I was actually doing personal branding photos with no advertisement on my website whatsoever. Zero. Yeah, just word of mouth. Mm-hmm. It was word of mouth um, from people that I knew, uh, other business owners who obviously, you know, it's funny because people see me taking fun pictures of high school seniors, right? Like that's my thing. Happy, 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 joy, joy, high school seniors. What it what it dawned on me was that my friends were watching jealously because they wanted the same experience, but they wanted it as an adult. Mm. <laughs> and so... Um, I came to the conclusion, I was like, oh, they were like, yeah, can you take my picture? I, I want, like, they want to see your portraits, but, <laughs> but for their business. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. How's kind of been your approach to brand photography been, you know, I just did, um, I have this group, um, it's a, it's a Facebook group, um, called the six figure photography mastermind. It's free to anyone who wants to go join it. I highly encourage you to, because I'm day, I'm in there every single day making live videos, but yeah, then I've been doing sure. these dedicated workshops about like once a month. Actually, I'm doing them like twice a month now. And I just wrapped one up and it's still in the group if you want to go watch it. But it was a, it was a workshop on pricing and essentially uh, how to make more money with wedding photography without raising your pricing. Just kind of getting yeah. into some strategies behind pricing. Um, a little high level stuff that if, if you flip these switches, you'll just make more money. So um, encourage people to go check out that group, sixfigurephotography.com forward slash mastermind. But I, so I've been thinking so much about pricing lately as I was preparing for that workshop that I just did. And so for you, how have you approached pricing for personal branding? Because, or maybe even what are the different ways that that you've seen it lay out? I, I feel like I've seen so many different offerings kind of put out there for personal branding. Um, anything from just like, hey, one-off shoots, you know, like you know, 800 bucks, a thousand bucks and you get the shoot in the pictures to like these, are you familiar with, and maybe this is what you do, um, but like more, um, a retainer contract with someone where you're producing like a monthly catalog of content for them. Are you familiar with that? I'm totally familiar with it. And so there were some, um, people that wanted, um, obviously like retainers and different things like that. Um, but I declined based on my travel schedule, based on mm. early in the year. You know, we didn't know COVID was happening. Um, and so, you know, normally now we would, you and I both know we would be traveling everywhere. Oh, yeah, um, normally. Normally, right. Normally. Not now, but normally, you know, we would be at conferences teaching and doing different things like that. So I did not sign on retainer clients um, because I was afraid of what my schedule would look like. And I did not want to be in a place where I was like owing people photo sessions. <laughs> Um, and so I, I found myself in a space more so of taking 
on clients who wanted a rebrand or a refresh um, or who needed like just just some nice photos of themselves. Yep. So you're doing more just like one-off sessions uh, yeah. for your mm-hmm. clients. Yeah. And so um, they're one-off sessions, particularly for one particular um, one graphic designer, like she's a brand person. And mm-hmm. she she sends me her clients because she knows of what the outcome is going to look like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. She always knows, you know, like if I send them to Tamaya, that it's always going to look nice. And so that's what she, she does. So you've you've kind of built in some essentially other vendor partnerships to kind of collaborate to to get more branding clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the people I'm that are... A little are, more. Explain, that, explain that a little bit more in terms of what that looked like, that, that essentially that agreement, that partnership that you've created, where it seems like... At least it sounds like a really great uh, road, you know, for you to receive clients. Is there? Is how are you also kind of giving back in a way to build that relationship? Yeah, and so you know, for me or for her, I always, you know, and I'm gonna send her a message now. It's just like, okay, when you're ready for your updated brand photos, give me a call, you know, um, because I want I wanted her to receive the same thing that she's offering to her clients, right? Um, and that's what, you know, and she, you know, for her client, she's always producing, you know, the graphics, the high level graphics, you know, with the photos, um, and they have the assets, you know, for their social media to curate it the way that they want it to go. And so with her, I never, ever will ever charge her for a branding photo session. And she knows that, right? So if there's ever something that she needed me to do, you know, just like for her, like right quick, then I would do that. Um, and obviously in exchange, she sent me every single, um, branding client that she had. (laughs) Yeah. What does it look like for someone to, to, to build a relationship like that, or even to enter into conversation like that? Uh, you know, how did that even begin for you, that type of a partnership? Yeah. You know what? I think people miss out, um, a lot because they don't, um, they don't nurture relationships. And so this is not a person that I met just like this week. This is someone that I have been nurturing a relationship with for over five, seven years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so as she has transitioned to different things in her business, um, then I have kind of gone along with her on that journey. So we've kind of both ended up in different places of where we started like, obviously, I've still been the photographer, but, you know, obviously, I'm in more of an education space now. Um, but, you know, she started out in graphic design and, you know, doing, you know, websites and different things like that and just kind of watching her grow as well um, and always being available for her projects, you know, or whatever it is that she needed, um, I would do it. And so I would say that probably probably like eight or nine years ago, she was doing something. And I actually, I was just getting started in photography. So I said, okay, well, I will come shoot the photos um, for you. And she was like, okay. And now here we are eight, nine years later, I'm still getting benefits from that, from that one gig. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. In these sessions that you're doing, my guess is, that you are helping to not only create content 
for these small business owners. But my guess is that you're when you're producing this type of personal brand photography, you know, the, these some of them are you know these headshots, uh, these um, uh, kind of environmental headshots of them working, you know, doing mm-hmm. their work expressing yeah. what it is that they do. My guess is, and you got to correct me on this, but that it's also, it's not just creating content, but it's also like building into them. It, it's kind of elevating for them uh, or, or even invalidating their value, their worth. And, and my guess is that that probably really helps in regards to their price point and for them to be able to charge what it is that they're charging. Are you tracking so far? Yeah. Um, and that it makes a difference, right? Because like even us as creatives, like we want to, we will invest with someone we know that has a, a brand that looks worth investing in, right? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. And so it's the same thing, right? And so I I would I would venture to say that, you know, cl- clients looking at, you know, sometimes people can't necessarily like put their finger on like what's that thing that makes people want to book them but i would i'm definitely gonna um say that definitely making sure that you know you have professional headshots and people are able to see you working then that's gonna give them more business for their for their business yeah and so um have, i guess what i'm getting at too is you know for a photographer who's even listening to this um Maybe wrestling with again. I'm just. I'm still. My my brain is still wired for pricing right now. To Maya, for a photographer who's listening to this, that is still wrestling with their own value and their own worth. Yeah. Um, and, and charging what it is that they want to be charging. Um, is that something that even for them, you know, having a really great like like branding photo shoot could could, could help them with? Oh, so much so, right? Because I I can't say how many times I've seen photographers, you know, post and then I go to their website and they don't have an image of themselves. They don't have any pictures of them working um, or or any type of way for a potential client to be able to connect with them, right? And we know that people book you for more than just your photos. Like they can pick a photo. I mean, they can pick a photographer from anywhere. Like, let's be honest. Um. But they can, but if they can connect with you personality wise, you know, and just getting a chance to to see you in action, um, then I think it's beneficial for photographers as well, not just other business owners. We, I mean, we need social media content um, and assets as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like because we're photographers, we often. Um we set up a tripod and we take some pictures or we hand the camera to our spouse. No bad on our spouse. They're, I'm sure they're great. <laughs> we hand the camera to our spouse. We kind of dial in the settings. We go, okay, so take, take a pictures of me. And, and that's fine. I, I'm wondering if, if you think it's fine or if you see a value in actually going out and, and working with a professional brand photographer or is a trade of service, you know, just with another, you know, wedding photographer, another, another portrait, senior portrait photographer, is that appropriate? What's your advice on that uh, for someone who's maybe looking at their headshots and thinking, yeah, I think they need updated. So I have a friend and I will not call their name, Um, but she was doing trades with another photographer, right? Or photographers like, you know, we do these headshot swaps, right? Just give me the initials. Just what are her initials? I'm just just messing. I'm just messing. Go ahead. (laughs) But 
True story, and I kid you not, every time she went to a headshot swap and like gave somebody her camera or let somebody take photos of her, they have never been in focus. Not one time. Oh. <laughs> not one time whatsoever. So that being said, I'm going to suggest that <laughs> you invest in a photographer <laughs> that that whose work um that you admire as well. So um like I could like you know, I host um like photography meetups and swaps and all this other kind of stuff, right? And so what I realized for me was that everybody else was getting good pictures except for me. Like yeah. Everybody yeah. else was rolling out with portfolio. I mean, they're like, "Ooh, I can update my website." Yes. And then I'm looking at mine like, "What?" Um I'm not getting the the good end here. And so, yeah. So because of that, I actually um, hire people. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I got to admit, full full admission here, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of setting the camera settings, finding a nice kind of area, doing all the scouting, and then passing the camera off. And... uh, I, but I do, I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty micromanaging over it. So I don't just wait to the end to see if they're in focus. I'm like, all right, let me check that one out. Okay, cool. All right, let's tweak it a little. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm yeah, definitely yeah. guilty of that. Now I'm not guilty of that in regards to like family photography. We, we always go out and we hire a photographer, but maybe it's time that I actually go and hire. I, and this is a big takeaway for me. Maybe it's time that I actually go out and hire like a personal brand photographer. Like uh, I did that. Like, because this is my thing. Like I know like what I provide to like my personal branding clients, right? Like I know like that whole experience, like it's an amazing day, you know, that type of thing. I wanted that for myself. Yeah. And I could never get that if I was trading, right? Like I went and I got my hair and makeup done. um, And then guess what? When you pay people, you can tell them what you want. (laughs) So, <laughs> well, without feeling bad about it, I tell people what I want all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, I just got this little guilt at the end of it, is all. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you get when you pay. You know, you get different results. That's what I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I totally agree with that. Yeah, and so I paid, and because I wanted to be, I wanted the same thing that I give my clients. Like I wanted that. Um, and so I paid for it and it was, and I, you know, I called my CPA and was like, I'm about to make, I'm about to, you know, cause certainly, you know, you don't want to like be lowballing people. Right. So, you know, you have to say, you know, I know what I charge and you pay what other people charge too. Um, and so, you know, I had to call the CPA and was like, Hey, I need to make a purchase. <laughs> and she's like, for what? And I'm like, I need some pictures. And so she's like, well, I don't understand. Like, why can't you just like go set them up, take them yourself? So I had to explain to her that I wanted the same experience that I provide to my clients. And she gave me the okay for it. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's really fun. Um, I, this is something that I've, I've kind of gathered from our conversation here. It, it feels like when you entered into the personal branding kind of space, it feels like it, at least from the way that I'm interpreting it, 
that you didn't overthink it. You're very cavalier, very like, oh, and then I just decided to do personal brand photography because it seemed like people weren't really getting senior portraits. We missed that window. Yeah. Is that accurate that you just kind of like, well, I'm just going to adjust? Was it, yeah. is, was it as easy as that or was there more turmoil behind the scenes? No, it, it wasn't. It, I don't do turmoil. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's not in your vocabulary, huh? No, no. I do simplicity around here. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I, you know, it's like, hey, you know, for me, it's just the same. The only difference is it's just grown people instead of adult. I mean, instead of kids. But, you know, I always give them the caveat that, you know, you can't complain about like your weight and you have to like lose 10 pounds and this type of stuff. Like, don't come over here with that energy. You know what I'm saying? Because I photograph little people and little people are happy, you know, about like whatever. They don't even give a damn about life. They don't even have any bills. So they're just happy. Um, they don't even hold on. Favorite quote of the whole podcast. <laughs> they don't even have any bills. They're just happy. They're yeah, just happy. Yeah. Right. And so, as adults, you have to come to the to the photo session with that same energy. Like we still have bills, but let's pretend you don't have any today, um, and have a good time. You know, and just really like love on yourself the way that that you pour into other people because like you know we know that most business owners are pouring into um into their business pouring into you know the industry in which they are in but nobody really pours back into them so then someone who's listening to this right now and maybe they're in they're in any they're in any genre that we've mentioned today maybe they're maybe they're in the newborn space and they feel all the pain that we emphasize at the beginning of this episode <laughs> And they want to they want to move out of that, or maybe they're in weddings and and, and in their particular area, um, weddings have, have dried up in, in a certain sense, or or maybe just like you, Tamaya, they're in senior work and and they're just looking to diversify things a little bit more. And so, is there any is there any direction, any advice that you have to that person who is thinking to themselves, man, it, it'd probably be a good move for me to make a, make a move here and yeah. add an additional service. And, and listen, not even the personal branding um, space in, in particular, maybe, maybe someone is in personal branding. They're like, I'm going to kind of diversify the portfolio to be uh, adding in weddings or, or families. What advice do you have for that person? You know, find the other thing that makes you happy. And it doesn't, um, it doesn't have to be what other people think it's supposed to be, right? And so, what do you mean by could, that? Yeah, so it could very well like you're into weddings, right? But yeah. you also have a family, and so I could see you going out and documenting other families throughout the day and telling their story. Like I could see that because that's something that you value, right? So you would just go out and have play dates with other people and their kids, right? And yeah. so I could see that for you as an easy pivot or just a, a one-off or add-on to your to your current services or something that you could do during the day versus weddings on the weekend, right? And so yeah. that would be something that you would actually, I'm not saying that you would probably find joy in this, but I'm just thinking that you would find joy in being able to document and tell stories of other families because you're a family guy. And so I'm just thinking of, of things that you enjoy, you know, consider that and don't block off what people think that you should be doing. Like when you're a wedding photographer, you can't, I, I can do whatever the hell I want to do. Right. Um, 
And that's why you have your business. And so if you're in the space where you're not getting the bookings that you want or all of your weddings are canceled for the year, then it may be time for you to consider another genre. And it doesn't have to be like forever. It could just be for a moment um, so that you're still generating revenue and still being able to keep your creative juices flowing. Yeah. I like that. So, so identifying um, the thing that, that it sounds like you're saying, I was saying, don't chase the money. It's like, chase what's going to, what you, what's going to bring you joy. Yeah. And so, so then what might be one of the first things that someone might do when, when actually deciding, okay, I've, I've decided I'm going to start doing families to Maya, right? Like you you just talked me into it right there. Boom. I'm going to fire <laughs> families. It is done. Right. So, so now what, like, uh, what, what's your advice here? Now what? Yeah. Now, what? so, you know, go out. Um, I mean, I know you have, um, like your kids have friends, <laughs> um, and you have friends obviously in your area, um, you know, obviously doing that safely. Um, but just go out and say, Hey, you know what? I, I'd like to document your family for today and, yeah. and go do that and then post it. And then I think organically the universe will follow you wherever your heart is. So it's just like, put it out there. Yeah. Just put it out there and go for it. Man, that just seems too easy. Uh, well, I told you I don't do difficult. I'm the simplistic one here. Yeah, but it, but I think in in the simplicity though, there's something that we're almost it's 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 so simple to you that I think sometimes we're we're missing on some of like the like that groundwork. Like I'm, I'm curious, although it's simple to you in your brain, it's like, well, yeah, I'm just going to talk to my friends. I'm just going to let them know. I'm going to put it out there to the world. And, but but for you, that may look like making three posts on Facebook. That may look like a text to your sister and an email blast to your you know your church or your community or a club. And mm-hmm. that may look like a, a phone call to your next door neighbor who your kids have playdates with. But, it's, but so there's groundwork that's going on though. Like you, you're, yeah. you're like hitting the pavement though. Right. And, you know, and we're just out, you know, we're just, we're just out pushing and moving and, and, and still being who we authentically are. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that sometimes we overthink it. Like, you know, you have your church group, you have the people that you, that you connect with, you have those people. Why not use them as a resource? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. You know, that's one of the things, uh, a lot of this stuff you are, there is something to be taken away from this. It is easy. No. And I don't want to say this. It's not easy. It's simple. It really is pretty basic. Like people are basic. It's simple. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the part that's not easy though is, is sometimes actually believing that it is that simple that like, man, maybe it is just like putting it out there and it's making those calls and it's sending those texts and it's, and it's getting on the phone and it's emailing everyone I know. And, and it's like, um, kind of making a demand from the world, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, that can, that can bring it about. That's really cool that, 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 that's happened for you. Um, it's awesome. I love that. What else, what, what's next for you? What else are you going to start demanding from the world? What else are you going to put out there? You know, I, I don't know. Um, I was actually walking last night and I was like, so Tawaii, what's next? <laughs> like, what's next for you? Like, what's what's the next thing? And, you know, and I was just like, you know, um, just really continuing to do hard work. And that is, you know, making sure that I'm, 
obviously leaving a, a lasting, you know, footprint on the, on the earth. Um, and spending time with my kids and, and doing things that make me happy. And so I think like yesterday I was like, okay, so what's next for me right now is like, okay, like goal. I'm thinking like goal wise, like, what do you want to do? Um, and so I'm thinking like, okay, I think I'm, my next thing is going to be, I'm going to some type of way, like I want to do a Ted talk mm-hmm. and I'll figure out what's next in life after that. Okay. So that's next Ted talk, huh? Yeah. I, so what would your Ted talk be on? Um, so I'm talking now about black women photographers and diversity and mm-hmm. how we as a community can support, you know, black women and photographers of color um, that need our support and how they too can pivot and, and move forward. Yeah. Yeah. So it's oh. really based on my doctorate um, research. And that's kind of like where I see myself going. I love it. Well, we're going to keep an eye out. I know I am. I'm following <laughs> you. I'm, I'm watching. I'm waiting for that. That I don't know. And listen, maybe is it is it like a TED talk or is it going to be starting like TEDx Houston? Like where are we I going? I don't with know. That? Like I don't. I I want a TED Tech talk. I don't know how I'm yeah. get there yet, but I'm gonna figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Just start, hey, emails, phone calls, texts. Put yeah, it out. Like, I don't. I don't know. Um, but my goal is definitely like TED Tech talk. That's awesome. That's great. Well, uh, this has been really, this has been really awesome. Um, I really appreciate you, uh, coming on here, um, sharing your experience, sharing, uh, how you've made moves, how you've simplified life, <laughs> how you're doing, what makes you, uh, what makes you happy and, um, and what you really feel called to. And so, uh, just really grateful that you would come on the show and share that. Listen, where can people learn more from you? Where can people find your TED Talk in the next six months? Where can people find you online? Let yeah. us know. Uh, yeah. So first of all, we have to pray to Jesus about that TED Talk situation because <laughs> I don't know where we're going to find that at. Um, but I have a Facebook group just like you have one. Um, it's Tamaya COVID Education, the community on Facebook. Really cool group. Um, I don't go live as much as Ben goes live in his group. Um, but I would I would aim to do so if he challenged me, probably I would probably go live like every time he goes live. Um, so I would probably have to set a notification. So like Ben goes live to my goes live. Um, then I have an educational platform to my COVID education. So there's courses um, always available 24 seven on business, um, life pricing, whatever you can think about um, is there. Um, and, you know, we have the photo cookout that's coming up in the fall and it will be available for 2021 as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Tamaya Colvin for, uh, for coming on here, uh, with us. I look forward to continuing to follow along in your journey. Congratulations again on the Sony artisan, uh, exciting things and prayers over the cookout that everything, um, keeps moving forward and that, uh, we get an opportunity to actually like meet in person again. That'd be awesome. Yay! one day yes <laughs> yes awesome thank you so much podcast listeners thank you for tuning Yay. in for listening make sure you go follow uh tamaya uh on all the appropriate channels and um, we'll see you in the next episode of the six figure photography podcast bye everyone bye